Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. This episode is hosted by Peter Baudouet. Peter manages strategy and partnerships for an innovative alliance of energy companies committed to reducing environmental impacts through collaborative R&D efforts. Peter worked for more than 20 years in Asia, building and investing in a variety of businesses. His most recent role outside of Canada was with the World Wildlife Fund, where he was the chief executive officer of WWF China, based in Beijing. Prior to that, Peter lived in Hong Kong for 15 years working in the technology industry. Without further ado, I'll hand the mic over to Peter as he has an interview with Barb Davies. Take it away, Peter. So thanks, Al. Good morning, everyone. My name is Peter Bodway, and I'll be your host of today's Rainforest podcast. Today's guest is Barb Davies, and Barb is the social impact lead with the Institute for Community Prosperity at Mount Royal University. And she's also one of the founders and board chairs or board chair of Local Investing YYC, which is going to be the focus of uh, today's discussion. So welcome, Barb. Thanks so much, Peter, for having me. So let's start off. Tell us about Local Investing YYC. What, what problem are you looking to solve? You bet. Local Investing YYC, we are an impact investment cooperative that raises capital from the community to invest in local businesses that are generating both social and environmental impact. One of the the problems that we're trying to solve, I guess there's two different problems that we're trying to solve. One of the problems that we're trying to solve is enabling investors to everyday investors to be able to invest in the local economy and steer their investment portfolios to businesses that are making a difference right here in our own backyards. The second challenge that we're trying to solve is around entrepreneurs, particularly social entrepreneurs and local businesses need for capital. And we see a role for ourselves to be able to provide patient capital to those social enterprises and local businesses as they're looking to scale their impact in the local economy. Great. So, so let's, I mean, I, you know, if you read a bit of the background material and I'd listen into one of your calls, your, the, the local investing YYC calls, and your current goal is to raise 2 million to invest in about five to eight local businesses, right? Who have a positive, as you said, social environmental impact here in Calgary. So if I'm an investor, uh, and I'm considering an investment in the local investing YYC fund. How does it work? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. So individuals and corporations can invest in local investing YYC. To begin with, they become a member investor in the cooperative. So they purchase what's called a class A share to have um, that opportunity to invest in any of our capital raises. The investment shares are both TFSA and RRSP eligible which means that individuals can invest new money or they can invest money with an existing RSP and t- or TFSA and transfer it into local investing YYC. The minimum investment share is $5,000. The cooperative then directs this investment into local businesses that align with our objectives using debt, equity, or a blend of the two within each of our portfolios. Investments are targeted to be held for about a five to seven year time frame with the potential for annual dividends to be paid out during that time. Great. So just to clarify, and this is an investment really that's open to anyone. You don't need to meet a specific investor criteria, correct? Yes, that is correct. So um, this gets back to one of the problems that we're trying to solve. 
so often opportunities to invest into local local businesses are really only accessible to those that are accredited investors, meaning you meet a certain asset threshold and a certain income threshold. And for many of us that are founding members of the cooperative, we got looking at this and thought there has to be a way that um, individuals can use their dollars to invest into local businesses, even if they're not accredited investors. And so we've worked with the offering memorandum, which is a securities exemption with the Alberta Securities Commission to be able to make this capital raises accessible to as many people as possible. So you can come in under a few different exemptions, uh, a friend, family or business associate, or you can come in under the offering memorandum as an eligible or non-eligible investor. And there's certain certain thresholds uh, within that target range, or you can come in as an accredited investor. And once again, as I highlighted, this can be both for individuals or for corporations that are seeking to diversify their investment portfolios into the local economy. Great. So, so when you, if you put in your five thousand dollars, essentially you're putting into the pool of the two million, and you will have, uh, and, and then, then going forward, essentially what happens, if I understand correctly, local investing YYC will, you know, look at new investments, and we vote on those those new investments. Correct. It's a process that, as a as a member of the cooperative, we get to take part in all of those two million dollar investments. That's a great uh, great piece of clarity there, Peter. So. As you highlighted earlier, our goal for this capital raise, which is a class C share that we're selling, is to raise up to $2 million to invest in five to eight local businesses. And so you're not able to, as a member investor, you're not choosing which of those businesses you're investing into. You're investing into that pool or that portfolio of businesses under that class C share. Um, We did a capital raise back in 2019 where we raised half a million dollars to invest in three businesses at that point in time. So similarly, that was a class B share and individuals are part of that portfolio. So once you're a member investor in the cooperative, you can participate in as many of these capital raises as you choose. um, And you're always part of that mix of businesses that are within that uh, class share. Great, great. So can I ask then, and just to confirm again is, in a way, this is not a VC fund where you're looking to put money in one company and get a big 10x return. You are looking in a way for all of your investments are stable investments and, and providing a decent return, correct? So it is, it's, it's, you're, you're more looking for a, a clear 5 7 8% return than actually one company making a 10x. Is that correct? Yes. No, I think there's a caveat there that any type of private investment into local businesses and social enterprises innately has a high degree of risk. But how we look to mitigate that risk is to be able to create this pool of businesses that you're investing into as opposed to investing into one single business. So for this capital raise, our target is a 7% annual return net of expenses. And that's what we'll be shooting, shooting for in terms of that blend of debt and equity that we invest into these businesses and social enterprises. So it's, it is different than a VC uh, venture capital fund sure. um, where we're not investing in one business. We're ve- investing in a pool of businesses to be able to manage that risk as best as possible. Great. So, so the, yeah, so the return is 7%, which is for a TFSA or RSP is probably pretty good at the moment, right? Yeah, I would, I would, I would entirely agree. Okay. So, so I guess is one of the companies you're in, investing in from my understanding, during the current round is Mod Squad. Can you tell us a little bit about Mod Squad and the investment? Oh, for sure. So Mob Squad was one of the first businesses that we invested in in this capital raise. They received a $200,000 equity investment. 
and Mob Squad, a little bit about Mob Squad. Mob Squad is a B Corp certified Canadian business that relocates and contracts out foreign tech talent to U.S. companies while providing comprehensive resource and settlement supports here in Calgary. So in a nutshell, they're a tech recruitment firm. And just to give you a little bit more background, so every year, thousands of skilled foreign workers are denied U.S. visas and visa renewals. As a result, there's a growing supply and demand gap in tech talent within the U.S. market with an estimated 40 to 60% vacancy rate for critical data engineering roles. And for the majority of these tech companies, opening up a foreign subsidiary to manage foreign talent just isn't feasible due to the fixed and ongoing costs that are involved in that process. So that's where Mob Squad saw an opportunity. They hire a U.S. company's highly skilled foreign tech workers with successful U.S. work visa applications, and they move them to Canada. They then contract them back to the U.S. company on an exclusive long-term basis. Mob Squad manages the ongoing administrative processes of having talent in Canada. So that includes things like immigration support, all of their resettlement services, payroll, legal tax, HR, real estate, benefits, accounting, et cetera, et cetera. So Mob Squad is really interesting because when you consider, I mean, the the challenge that tech firms in the U.S. have getting B-1 visas, which is what they need to bring foreign workers in. Um, this gives them an opportunity to place you know, workers in Canada in a time zone and sort of takes out the hassle of the B-1 visa issue, which, which is sort of an opportunity in a niche market. So I guess the question is, Mob Squad, because uh, I had listened to a little bit more and I did a little bit more research on the, the company, it's really interesting. And and they have potential external investors. They had done some raises in the past. Why are they choosing local investing YYC? What's the sweet spot there? Well, I think um, in this particular example, but with all of the businesses that we work, work with, the emphasis is on relationships. So Irfan Raji, who's the, the owner of Mob Squad, um, he's been quite active in the social finance space uh, in Canada for some time. And when he learned about local investing YYC and we started to build a relationship with him, he saw this as a win-win for both local investing YYC and for Mob Squad, as did we. And so we par- participated in a capital raise that they had uh, ongoing with our 200K equity investment. And as I mentioned, it allows us to uh, really build on that relationship nature of this type of investing. All of our businesses that we invest in, local businesses and social enterprises, really get that the ethos of local investing YYC, that we're raising capital from our own local community to invest back into local businesses and social enterprises that are making an impact here in Calgary. And they see that as an opportunity for themselves to meaningfully engage with a customer base and the community here in Calgary in a different way than delivering their product or service into the market. Great. So what are the other types of companies that, are, that you guys are invested in or, or, or are looking at? For sure. So as I highlighted earlier, back in 2000, 2019, Local Investing YYC raised $500,000 to invest in three local businesses. One was Righteous Gelato, formerly Fiasco Gelato. The second was Lowen's Natural Skincare, And the third was Bifco Innovations. And as I should highlight, um, both with that capital raise as well as the capital raise that's underway currently, we uh, invest in these companies with a blend of debt and equity. 
And so Righteous Gelato is an equity investment. And then Lowen's Natural Skincare and Bifco Innovations were both debt-based investments. Since then, we've been in contact with over 50 Calgary-based businesses and are in active due diligence with a number of them that will participate in this capital raise. We provide investment to early to mid-stage businesses, including nonprofits with enterprising activity that are in need of capital greater than $100,000. Businesses need to be able to demonstrate both a positive social and or environmental benefit and clearly are Calgary-based with the majority of their employees here in Alberta. Great. So you're still obviously open to new companies for this round. I mean, there is, if there are companies out there, or have you, you sort of, you've got your, I guess, your runway cleared for the next, for the $2 million, or there's still more opportunity for companies? That's a great question, Peter. We, um, as I highlighted, we're in active due diligence with a number of these local businesses and social enterprises. We bring those, uh, our investment committee does all of the due diligence and vets the businesses. They then bring them forward to the board for approval. And at that point in time, we take them out to our member investors so that they have an opportunity to provide some input and some say on the businesses that will be part of this portfolio mix. So at this point in time, we have a really amazing mix of businesses that we're looking at. Um, They haven't all been announced. But what's very clear to us is that there's, there's a high demand for this type of capital that's needed for local businesses and social enterprises. We'll always welcome conversations with new businesses and social enterprises that are seeking capital. I can't promise that they'd be part of this capital mix at this point in time, sure. but um, we'll definitely keep those channels open for future capital raises. Okay. So... What's interesting is, you know, when I hear you did the investment round in 2019, if I understand correctly, that was 500,000. Now you're seeking 2 million. I guess is how big is the local market for this type of investment? I mean, do you see that, you know, this could be 2 4 million a year, 5 million a year in this type of investment? Because obviously you need both. You need both the investors and the companies. So how big do you think the market is for this? Um, Well, and I should highlight, too, that part of this capital raise is what we call a blind pool, because what we know from working with businesses in the past is their need for capital. It's very challenging to bring together the right mix of businesses within a portfolio at the exact same time that they're needing capital. So for us to be able to have some capital on hand that we can be more responsive to businesses need for capital in a very timely way is really, really important to us. And I think, you know, there's, as I highlighted at the beginning of our conversation, one of the big reasons for, for creating local investing YYC was to make local investing as accessible as possible to as many investors as we can. But we also know that there's a role to play for foundations that are interested in getting into this impact investing space, as well as other anchor institutions, financial institutions that want to play into this space. And so as local investing YYC continues to grow and scale, we will always make our investments accessible to everyday folks that want to diversify their portfolio into the local economy. But we're also very eager to be working with foundations and other institutional investors to bring them into these opportunities as well as they grow out their uh, impact investing portfolios. Great. So so when I look at this, I guess you know, on the raise and then finding the, the investors and finding the, the companies to invest in, you sort of need to maintain a balance. You can't get too far ahead in one without the other. I guess the question is, is what at this point, you know, because you guys are, this is your second round, what's harder to find, the investors or the companies? Uh, my hunch is that there's always going to be 
uh, more businesses needing capital that will be chasing down investments to meet that demand. And that's a great reflection of where we're currently at. If we took a look at the businesses that we're very close to bringing forward to our board and members for approval, we would be well over the $1 million mark. And at this point in time, we've raised 545000 as part of this capital raise. So being able to get the word out to as many individuals as possible about the opportunity to direct their investments back into the local, local economy through this type of investment is an ongoing opportunity for us. And so we really appreciate these opportunities that you've provided, Peter, to be part of the uh, Rainforest podcast to share this out with your community as well. Great. So I guess is what when startups are approaching you, I guess it, it's an interesting thing because there are there's always different sources of capital. There are banks and, you know, these are obviously early stage companies looking to grow. I guess what's the difference then for one of these investors just going to the bank and asking for a loan versus coming to local investing YYC? Uh, some of the businesses that we're working at, working with, they may not be for, far enough along in their own business development to access the type of capital that would be available through a larger financial institution. So that's where this opportunity for patient capital comes in to be able to work alongside these businesses in many different ways to support them as they continue to scale and grow. The second piece that I highlighted earlier is really that relationship-based opportunity that the businesses that we work with see this as an opportunity as much as we do to be able to grow this social finance and impact investing space here in Alberta and contribute to this, this growing movement of being able to direct capital into opportunities that are really making a difference in our own communities. That's great. That's great. So I wanted to shift gears a bit and talk a little bit about the, the ecosystem. Sure. And I guess when you look globally uh, at social impact ecosystems, or even across Canada, I guess, who is doing it really well, really looking at local investing, and it's done really well. And I guess, what can we learn from those other communities? Well, I think across the board, there's a lot of uh, learning and growth to do in this space. You know, we've got leaders in the space like Mars and Van City that have been involved in social finance and impact investing for some time. And you're seeing more and more impact investing funds emerge across Canada. Entities like Rise of Capital, Raven Capital, Marigold Capital, uh, In Spirit Foundation. These are all, you know, examples of other impact investing funds that, you know, are a little bit further ahead than where local investing YYC is. For those of us that were part of the, the founding members of the cooperative, we were introduced to this cooperative model for local investing just over a decade ago. And these are called opportunity development cooperatives. And they exist across Alberta, uh, where individuals and communities can uh, raise capital from other people uh, within their community to direct that investment back into initiatives that, that are making a difference for, for their own communities. And so that's where we got the idea that you know, maybe there's an opportunity here for us to bring this cooperative model into Calgary as a way to support local businesses and social enterprises needing capital. So there's lots of inspiration to draw from, most definitely. Um, those that have been active in this space for much longer than we have, and um, we're looking to grow and be part of that here in Alberta as social finance and impact investing become more accessible. So if we look out 24 months, um... What, what will local investing YYC have achieved? That's a great question, Peter. Uh, 24 months from now would put us into the spring of 2023. 
clearly this capital raise that's currently underway will have been uh, been closed and will have been able to invest into this portfolio of local businesses and social enterprises. So a couple of years from now, we'd be looking at, um, you know, opportunities to hopefully be providing some dividends back to our investors. We'd be getting ready for another capital raise, likely of a little larger scale than what we're currently looking at, having, you know, build some, built some great relationships with foundations and other institutional investors to help us reach those uh, larger targets to be able to invest into the local economy. It's an exciting time in this space, and the social finance sector in Alberta is, is really emerging and growing. So for us to be able to be active players and participating in that is very exciting. So I'm looking forward to that time. Great. So. I just wanted to confirm. So in your current round, your current raise of $2 million, obviously you're still open to new investors, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, we're currently looking for, for more investors to come in to meet the demand that we're seeing for capital from the local businesses that we're working with. Great. So, so if listeners or investors want to know more about uh, local investing YYC, what should they do? Well, there's a couple different opportunities. If you go onto our website, which is localinvestingyyc.ca, um, you'll be able to access our online investment portal. And that has all the background information about this capital raise, as well as the offering memorandum and all of the forms, the investor forms to become an investor in the cooperative. So that's one great way to get a little bit more research and understanding of the of local investing YYC and the capital raise that we have underway. And the second opportunity is to participate in one of our info sessions that we're hosting. We host these info sessions um, every couple of weeks to be able to get the word out to more and more people that are looking to diversify their portfolios into the local economy. Barb, I did want to say thanks for uh, taking the time today to, uh, to talk with us. Oh, thanks so much, Peter. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak about local investing YYC to the rainforest community. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode is brought to you by Community Now Magazine. Engage. Inspire. Educate. Together. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.